Madhiyoli Charanam, Jainandalala, everybody. So today, again, we're going to continue. This session is going to be really interesting that I'm going to share a few details with you today. Um, again, continuing the Ganesha uh, Shodashanama Stotram, the meaning of all the names. We come to the next one. Balachandra, Balachandraya Namaha, right? So what does Balachandra mean? It's actually pronounced as Palam, not Balam, Palam, P-H-A, Palam. Palam means front portion of the head. It's a forehead. So Pala Chandra means the one who has the moon in his forehead, on his forehead. So that is what Pala Chandra means. Who has the moon on his head? And who has the moon on his head? And I immediately say that the one and only Paramashiva comes to mind. Lord Shiva. Who else has the moon on her head? Arambal. Kamakshi. She has the moon on her head. These two have the moon. Now, why is Ganesha called Palachandra? Because he also has the moon on his head. Now, there's a story for that. Why does he have the moon on his head? There's a, that's a speciality about him also. He shares that with his parents. So now, We'll go through that story, how he got the moon on his head. One, one day, as usual, Ganesha is traveling on his cute mouse, the Vahanam. And somehow, the mouse trips and Ganesha topples out of the mouse. A cute round Ganesha topples out of the mouse. And this, who was watching the moon? The moon was watching the scene and he found it very funny and he started laughing. He started laughing and making fun of Ganesha's looks. Like you're round, you're big. And he was making fun and laughing. Ganesha was not very happy. He was very angry, very furious. So he immediately cursed the moon. He immediately cursed the moon for his arrogance. Immediately said, no one will look at you. You think you're very handsome, right? Yes, the moon is very handsome. The moon is very good looking. He's, he's got beautiful features. White, shiny. Very pleasant looking. And yeah, he does have that um, proud feeling that I look very good. And there's a lot of people who look good. But when it comes to the head, right? That's it. Looks go away. Looks don't stay. But what you are inside, that stays. That always stays. Looks are very temporary. And this story is very, very clear. That factor is portrayed very clearly. That don't get attached to the outside look. So now what did Ganesha do? Obviously everybody is very, um, they love, we all love looking at the moon. Who doesn't love looking at the moon? When we see a full moon, we actually see it how much. When you see it, it's not you're not content. We'll stop the car somewhere and we gaze at at the sky to just see the moon. That beautiful full moon has its uh, beauty, even if it's half moon, even whatever. A moon is beautiful, a crescent or a full, right? So now Ganesha cursed him 
saying no one will look at you if they do they will become victims of unnecessary blame he said you see that so if somebody looks at you even by mistake they will be victims of unnecessary blame wow that is pretty dangerous because the moon is right up in the sky everybody is going to see it by mistake or even if they want to now everybody started seeing the effects of that curse and they all started cursing the moon they were like i wish you go away why are you still here you need to go i don't want you here now the moon was so upset obviously if somebody everybody says that what would you do you go hide yourself that's the first thing you do let me just go hide myself i don't want to be a part of this i don't want to upset anybody so that's the first thing we'll do is hide ourselves exactly what the moon did the moon went and hid himself under the ocean he was never to be seen again by anybody now this we know a lot of benefits of the sunshine we know how much of uh, benefits and life thrives from sunshine right from the sun but do we know that the moon also has lot of benefits the moon also has lot of benefits lot of herbs grow in the moonlight lot of medicinal herbs grow in the moonlight and pavarnami why do they say go and dip in the water before the sunrise because of all that moon energy that is instilled in that water so when you dip you get all that goodness that all that energy from the moon before the sun comes you need to dip all these benefits are there in the moon now moon is hiding it's all gone diseases are thriving everywhere because no herbs are there all the herbs perished no herbs can grow without the moonlight so many problems one after the other now all the devas they know that the moon is hiding they go and tell him why are you suffering hiding like this do you know because of you lot of living beings are suffering it's having bad effects can you please come back just go and apologize just go and ask for forgiveness to lord ganesha he is very very compassionate he's very kind he will easily forgive you just go fall at his feet and ask for forgiveness they say the moon says okay i will i will do that so he goes and he falls at the lord's feet lord ganesha's feet we all know lord ganesha is very sweet he's very compassionate the very few times he gets angry like this other times it's like the vikatar moment right he has a lot of lessons with a lot of humor this is the first time he had to be he was made to be angry first time he had to be angry that's very rare we don't see lord ganesha angry many times 
But immediately he forgave him. Immediately he said, okay, I forgive you. And he relaxed the curse. You cannot take away the curse fully. You can relax it. Right? He relaxed it by saying that only on the Chaturthi Tidhi, the moon should not be seen. Any other day, anybody can see the moon. Okay. The Chaturthi Tidhi is when it comes after Amavasa. It's the manifestation of the moon. When it's manifesting. That is the only day you should not see the moon. Any other day, it's fine. He relaxed it. Not only that, he was so happy with the moon, he even wore it on his head. <laughs> How sweet. See, that one sorry can take you places. That one ap apology, one sorry takes you places. He got a place on the Lord's head. And not only that. So we all perform Sankatara Chaturthi Puja, right? After that, he said the moon also should be worshipped. So I know a lot of you know that after the rhythm, Sankatara Chaturthi rhythm, we all go outside to see the moon. To break, before we break the fast, I know if you all are aware, we all go outside, see the moon, pay our respects to the moon, and then come back in to eat, to break our fast. This is how it's done. And this is what Lord Ganesha has said. Giving him that status, raising him to that place. After my puja, people will think about you also. See, after the curse, you become one, you get very highly promoted, right? So it's a blessing to be cursed by the Lord also, I guess. There's a small story that I want to share with you. Um, regarding the Sankatara Chaturthi Puja that we do every month. And it is, um, you will understand why it's so significant. Why people need to follow this and do this Puja. Why is it so powerful? The story will fill that uh, vacuum for us. We will understand it better. It's about Lord Krishna. And this is from one of Amma's books. A part of the story is from Amma's book, Enlightenment. She has only captured one part of the story to give us a message, which I will tell you. And the other part of the message also, I will tell you. Now, Lord Krishna was also affected by this curse. Which curse? Of seeing the moon. And unnecessarily getting blamed for no reason. Remember that is the curse? If you see the moon, you'll be unnecessarily blamed for nothing. Exactly what Lord Krishna got into. He was blamed for something he did not do. Let's see what it is. There is a devotee of Lord Surya, sun god, named Chatrajit. And he was from the Yadava clan. He was a big bhakta of the sun god. Now sun god has this beautiful gem that he wears called the Chamantakamani. It's red in color. Beautiful. If you, if you, I can only give you a picture of what it is because the explanation is such that whoever wore it, especially the sun god, when he wore it, 
already the sun is bright this chamantaka mani is as bright as him so whoever wore it look like the sun god they'll be so bright so that's the beauty of this gem and whatever you pray to it your wish will be fulfilled that is the power of this money this gem that is what the sun god has now this chatrajit is a big devotee of the sun god he used to pray to him he used to um do a lot of uh, pujas for the sun god that he pleased the sun god so much the sun god came in front of him and gave this chamantaka money to chatrajit can you imagine he gave this chamantaka money just like that to chatrajit he was so happy because now he looked like sun god himself <laughs> wearing it he was like shining bright like the sun now everybody in this town knew who chatrajit was and that sun god gave him this jewel and everybody's eyes were on the jewel now lord krishna who was there too he went and told uh, chatrajit that um, it's such a beautiful money you have there you know you should probably give it to the king of this place if the king has this then it will be good for the whole subjects the whole country that's what lord krishna said chatrajit was like no 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 sun god gave it to me i love it now we all know satyabama right satyabama was the daughter of chatrajit and chatrajit was not very impressed with lord krishna but satyabama was always thinking of lord krishna she is always in prayers for lord krishna she's already seen him as her husband whether chatrajit marries her of to lord krishna or not she's already taken him as her husband so lord krishna always whenever he saw chatrajit he would say one day i'm going to have your jewel for myself and chatrajit always felt he was talking about the chamantaka mani <laughs> but lord krishna was talking about satyabama <laughs> so chatrajit was always thinking that lord krishna had an eye on this chamantaka mani now one fine day lord krishna uh, uh, chatrajit brother prasenan took this jewel he was like very intrigued by it he was like i want to wear it one day so he wore it and he went hunting i know right but he had to go hunting with the jewel don't ask me why that's what happened he went hunting with this jewel never returned he never returned to dwaraka so everybody thought krishna was the culprit they thought krishna stole the jewel from prasenan and this is what was going around everywhere everybody thought uh, krishna is the culprit now chatrajit remembered what krishna always said i will get the jewel from you one day your jewel will be mine one day and he immediately went to balarama and he told him this is what krishna always keeps saying and see the day is come the jewel is missing and my brother is also missing now balarama instead of asking krishna what happened or anything he already made up his mind 
he comes to lord the lord krishna and he says so i never expected that you would stoop to this level i mean i understand you've been stealing so many things from your childhood but you'll steal this also and put the whole yadava clan in shame uh, lord krishna was like confused it's like what are you talking about i did not steal anything so balarama said yeah you stole the butter you stole rukmani every time people asked you did you steal you said you didn't steal when have you when have you accepted that you've stolen butter <laughs> good point so lord krishna was put in a crossroads right he didn't know what to say nobody is going to believe him yes he did steal butter but is anybody going to believe him now when he says i did not steal the money so he says okay you know what i'm going to go and fetch this myself i'm going to find out the truth just give me 3 days he says to balaram balaram says you know what you go out of this place for a month don't show your face then he says you know what please give me 3 days i will find out what happened and come back so lord krishna goes into the forest then he found prasenan lying there dead and the money of course the chamantaka money was not there in his neck but he saw lion tracks so it's obvious a lion must have killed him and the lion had got the chamantaka money so he followed the lion tracks and then again he saw the lion dead over there he found the lion dead chamantaka money is missing so obviously something else has taken the money from the lion and he saw bear tracks footprints of bear he followed that footprint and he went and it led to a cave inside the cave so he said okay i'll go inside and find out the truth and he goes inside over there he sees this chamantakamani placed in one corner a lot of flowers on it as if someone has done puja for it he was he went and he wanted to take it wanted to grab it immediately a big bear pounces out of nowhere who is that bear jambavan does that ring a bell jambavan from treta yugam the same bear that helped lord rama find sita along with the whole monkey clan right he was also he was one bear that reminded hanuman of his powers that one bear that told hanuman that you can fly and hanuman took that first flight towards lanka right that same jambavan in dwapara yugam the next yugam standing in front of another manifestation of his beloved lord rama now lord krishna and has no clue that it is the lord rama so lord krishna requests him can i have 
the gem, please. It belongs to one of my people I know. I need to take it back to her. He said, no, no, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. I found it. Finders keepers kind of thing. I'm keeping it. So Lord Krishna was like, I need it. If you don't give it to me soft, then I have to fight you. Jambo answered, try me. Yes. Let's fight. If you win, you get it. So that is a big fight for 28 days. 28 days. And Jambavan, as he was fighting, he got, he understood that nobody fights him for even a day. Forget a day. Even for five minutes. And this man is fighting me like Nothing is getting to him. Whatever I hit is not even hurting him. But his blow is like thousands of blows to me. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. And by the end of 28 days, he's fallen there exhausted. And, and he knew this is not an ordinary man. With all that uh, thought, he slowly opens his eyes and he sees Lord Rama standing in front of him. And smiling at him. Immediately he gets up and he falls at his feet and asks for forgiveness. He says, you know why I stole the Chamantakamani? All, every day after I came, I came across this money, I was praying to see you, he said. Every day I prayed, I want to see my Lord Rama. I want to see my Lord Rama. And here you are. You came. And Lord Rama embraces. Jambo. He took him close and embraced him. And Jambawan is continuously crying. He's weeping. He's saying, you made me fight you. I feel terrible. You made me make such a big sin. And he was crying. I fought with my own Lord. Why did you do this? So, Lord Rama says, you know, every time I embraced Anjaneya, every time I embraced Sugriva or Vibhishana, you used to always think, how Wonderful it would be if I embrace Lord Ram. Oh, when will I have that fulfilled? How I wish he embraced me too. Didn't you, Jambavan? Lord Rama asks. Didn't you desire to embrace me too? And that is why I embraced you now. And another time, when I was fighting Ravana, when everybody was busy fighting, you took a moment and you were watching me fighting Ravana in awe and thinking how wonderful it would be to fight the Lord himself. Ravana is indeed blessed. Didn't you, Jambavan? You desired to fight me too. 
After all, you've helped me so much in getting back Sita. Won't I do this small thing for you? He said. Jambavan was speechless. I mean, think about it. Anybody would be speechless, right? That Lord coming back in a different yugam and fulfilling that desire. Unexpectedly. Showing up. Remembering all this and fulfilling it. He didn't even say it out. These were the desires he locked himself inside. All these desires were locked inside. It was not even out in his lips. Forget anyone hearing it. But the Lord hears you. Because he resides here. You don't have to say it out. Jambon was so overwhelmed. Tears running down his cheeks. He said, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I did desire to embrace you. And I did desire to fight you. So Lord said, so don't think it's a sin. I played this drama so that you can have your desire fulfilled. So Jambo one fell at his feet again and took his blessing and gave him the Shamantakamani along with his daughter Jambavati. He said, Lord, please take my daughter. She's all yours. And he gave his daughter Jambavati, very pretty. She also went with Lord Krishna very happily. So Krishna came with Jambavati and Jamantakamani back to Dwaraka and gave it back to Satyabama's father, Chatrajit. Chatrajit was very happy. He was very happy that he got back his Jamantakamani. In that happiness, he gave his daughter in marriage to Lord Krishna. Now that is what he meant all the way. He said, one day I will get your jewel. <laughs> and he got it. Satyabhama was Lord Krishna's. Now there were a lot of people who liked Satyabhama. Two of Prasenan's friends, they liked Satyabhama. And they were very jealous that Satyabhama was given to Lord Krishna. They were not happy. So they wanted to get back to Lord Krishna somehow and uh, put him in some trouble again. So what did they do? They stole the Shamantakamani from Chatrajit again. Yes, again. Now, again, Lord Krishna was the suspect. See, once you steal, you know, when you're a child, I think that stamp <laughs> keeps following you. <laughs> After all, he stole only butter, poor thing. But, <laughs> so, he didn't know what to do. These two friends ran away from them. So Balaram also said, I cannot help you because all the evidences are saying you are the thief. So well, Krishna goes very sad. He's very disappointed and upset. He goes to the forest and he sits there under a tree and starts playing his flute. His flute is so melodious. It soothes everybody's pain. It makes everybody happy. But Lord Krishna was not happy. He was upset. Why is everybody not believing me? 
then Lord, the sage Narada was uh, passing by and he heard this flute and he followed it and he saw Lord Krishna there and he sat beside the Lord and asked, what is making you so sad, my Lord? What can I do for you? Tell me what is bothering you. And Lord Krishna tells him the whole episode and says, I don't know how to prove my innocence. Then Sage Narada smiles and he says, Ah, you saw the moon, didn't you? And then Lord Krishna says, What moon? What do you mean? I always see the moon. He says, No, no, the moon has been cursed. You saw the moon, right? He said, I might have. That is what has happened. The only person who can save you now is Lord Ganesha, he says. Lord Ganesha, who's nephew only. So he asks, what, what do you want me to do? He said, do the vritam on that Chaturthi day and do puja for Lord Ganesha. Fasting the whole day, breaking it. And the end of the day after you see the moon and you'll be fine. the curse will be off. You'll be free of the curse. So Lord Krishna says, okay, I will do it. And he did it. And Lord Ganesha is so impressed with his uncle, no? He shows up. He shows up in front of him. And he says, what can I do for you? So Lord Krishna knows how hard it is when you get caught in unnecessary blame. This is not easy. So he became a spokesperson for all of us. And that day, what did he ask? Lord Ganesha. He says, please, whoever keeps this vratam, whoever prays to you on this day, Please fulfill whatever they ask. Please grant it to them. And Ganesha said, Tatastu, I will. That's the power of Sankata Hara Chaturthi Day. Keeping our Radham, fasting, doing the puja and praying to the Lord will definitely remove the obstacle. And that is a promise. Not anybody else. Ganesha did to Lord, Lord Sri Krishna. The Lord himself asked him for that promise and he granted it. That he will take care of his devotees whoever do that rhythm on that day. See, everything has a reason. Everything has a story. Why things are being done, why that is done, why this is done. Everything has a reason in our scriptures. You just have to go dig it up to see where it is. So that is why we see a lot of people doing that rhythm and a lot of them get their prayers answered and as much as I remember a lot of devotees who have never got a job so many times they tried, tried and tried they've received a job call during our Sankatara Chaturthi Puja they won't receive it other time they can receive it next day or they could receive it before the puja on the same day no they receive the call as the puja is going on. The call that they never received any other day. For months, they received that time, at that moment. And they have this call, they run outside, talk to them, and come back with tears in their eyes. I've seen this. I've witnessed all this. 
with tears in their eyes they come and tell me i i got a job this is the power of lord ganesha story is not just a story it is true in every aspect and um, these are all um, not just there for just reading and entertainment this is there for us to follow and live through and to pass on to our future generations so that they can also be benefited everything has a solution when you dig up our books everything has a solution you just have to find it it's all there do you agree it's all there i'm going to share a small incident with amma um regarding this thing i was telling you right when you you don't have to say out your desire she knows and she fulfills it the moment when jambavan met uh, lord rama that moment when he came in dwapara yugam to fulfill jambavan's desire that he never said it out i like to share one incident just many incidents are there but i'm going to share one um i know the feet of the lord is the most sacred most um, that is where we all long to be right the feet of the lord is the lotus feet as it's called to attain it is our goal the best place to be is the feet so what i did was i went to amma and i said what is the best way to get hold of her feet i was thinking the best way is this is in the beginning you know in 2003 4 kind of time so i went to her and i said i want to put nail polish on your feet so she looked at me she always looked at me like she's talking to a small kid you know like cherry <laughs> she said okay and i said um, so i will uh, from now on i was pushing it now i'm pushing it now okay from now on every time i see you i will put nail polish for you i said really pushing harder but surprisingly she said cherry <laughs> okay I was surprised. Okay. That was good. I didn't I just said it and she agreed. Then whenever I went to India I would go with a new set of uh, nail polish, uh, nail polish remover. I used to buy all these fancy nail polish removers, you know, which are organic, which are not that usual stinky ones, you know. The alcohol ones are really bad. Um uh it it smells really strong so i used to buy all these organic oil based ones and um, go out to take care i be really caring for her feet um and i used to buy the best nail polish um and um, all those tools everything i used to buy new ones and i used to buy those stickers also to put on the thing after polish you know put sticker and then again all this i used to be like i took it really seriously and i bought all this and i go and then one fine day the first time i went to do the nail polish for her toenails she was there and uh, it was around the uh, afternoon and um, she said do you want to have lunch with me i said yeah i love so we both sat and had lunch and then uh, i said i felt a little bad asking her if i could paint her nails then but i know she could 
take a rest, you know, because she sees people every day. There's no break for her. So I said, Amma, I'll come after an hour to paint your nails, then um, to give you a pedicure. So she said, hmm, come. So that would be around three o'clock. So I go back home and I take all this, collect all these things and I come back at three. And I'm there, she's waiting for me. She's having her tea and she's waiting for me. And Aramiklama, uh, she said. <laughs> I said, yeah, sure. So can we start, is what she asked. And I said, yeah. And then I'm sitting there and she, you know, all the pedicure, massaging, everything is going on. And I'm taking my whole, my sweet time in doing this, you know, I'm not rushing. Because, like I said, the best place in the world is under her feet. <laughs> and I took all, like, I took forever. Like, I didn't rush it. I was, like, massaging and doing it slowly, brushing it. She also never hurried me or told me to hurry up, nothing. She was sitting there. She was reading a book. And she was talking to the people around her about what is going to be for dinner or something. Whatever. I'm not, I was not paying attention, but I was like, focus on this. Then I saw a crowd accumulating outside the house to see her. And I was not even, I have not even started painting her nails yet. And these, this crowd is already building up outside to see her. And they're getting restless. They're like pushing themselves inside and coming to the dining table, dining area. And uh, I looked at Amma to see if she's annoyed with me. And I look up at her and I say, Amma, sorry. I'm sorry it's delayed. It's getting delayed for you. Then she says, Don't worry, you keep doing, don't worry. I'm like, okay. And I continue. <laughs> she said, don't hurry up. Do it uh, leisurely, calmly. You know, take your time. Okay, so I okay, convinced myself. And suddenly there was uh, one person who came from the inside. One of the people in the kitchen, they said, somebody wants to see you. It's urgent, really urgent. Then I looked up at her and I was like, you want me to leave? Then she didn't even look at me. Amma didn't even look at me. She said, let him come inside. He can talk to me here, she said. Then I was like concerned. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear what he's saying. Who knows what trouble he's in? Poor thing, you know, we all have our privacy. We all go to Amma for so many reasons. We don't want anybody else there and we won't feel comfortable, right? So these thoughts are in my head and I'm like, what I did was I just closed my eyes because she didn't tell me to leave. And I looked up and I said, Amma, can I go inside? She said, so she said, you carry on doing what you're doing. So she didn't tell me to leave. Now I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to hear anything. So I'm like, close my eyes. And I was like, Amma, I don't want to hear anything. I just told my inside, you know, in my mind, I'm repeating it. Amma, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything. And he came, he said, whatever he had to say, Amma gave whatever she had to give him. And the beauty is I was focused on the nails and I'm thinking I don't want to hear anything. I'm chanting her name. I did not hear anything. I was right there. I did not hear anything they spoke. I did not hear what he said to Amma. I did not hear what Amma said to him. Uh, that is uh, incredible because it's, it's not even normal if you think about it. 
and my ears are very sharp. Just saying. And for me to hear nothing, it's because you know when you think. I just thought, right? It was fulfilled. Desire. And what did I desire? After all, I didn't want to hear somebody else's. That is a private thing for that person. And I respect it. I'm not inquisitive. And that Amma liked. Amma wanted me to get that. Probably why she did not let me go either. She knew I didn't want to. I'm not interested in other people's uh, whatever they're going through, right? Why? Why should I know? And she knew it. That's why she should stay. And she also let me stay so that I can see her power. Right? She wanted me to experience that power of hers where she can switch off the volume, <laughs> mute. Everything is under control. <laughs> so she literally muted because I wanted it to shut off. I didn't want it. And she muted it. like a television show for her like a remote unbelievable after that I was kind of it kind of shook me like after that I was like oh my god was that real was that real I didn't have to try any hard I didn't even have to try so hard to shut off those voices in my head or coming to my ears or falling in my ears. I, I didn't have to do anything. She just muted it. I realized the conver conversation was done when that man left. I was like, oh, it's already done. Yeah, it's her power. So what I thought was given immediately. And um, yeah, after that, I got to polish her nails. That's a different thing. Every time I saw her, I polished her nails for her. The best part in this world is the feet. And with her blessings, I, I got that. I got that opportunity. I hope you enjoyed this session. Madhyoli Charanam Jainandalala.